you can breathe as much as you want during the podcast. I think the five people who listen to each episode will know that, uh, man, I can still hear myself, but uh, they'll know that the audio isn't really that great. <laughs> it's not really the purpose here, so that's not what we're going for. But um, anyway, this is the Van Man Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm the Van Man. I have Becca, my sister, Becca Ogles, with us here today. Becca Ogles Widener. That's right. I always do that. I'm married. <laughs> Becca Ogles. I even... Let me just add a Widener onto my notes here. <laughs> I literally always do that. I actually only changed the name to Widener in my phone like a year and a half ago. Oh, so it yeah. took 17 years of marriage <laughs> yeah, to get there? to really... <laughs> had to earn it. it. It was really recognizing that we had a second Becca and it was getting confused in my phone to have just Becca and Rebecca. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, we're here talking about Disney. Um, basically because Becca knows a lot about going to Disney and I've never been, I've never really had any interest in going. Even though it's the happiest place on earth. Yeah. I mean, most of my family loves to go and that's why I thought this would be an interesting podcast is I have no concept of how to plan a trip to Disney and no real desire to. And I kind of want to hear Becca's position on why she goes so often and then how to plan a trip. It's not for the faint of heart, but not everyone approaches it the way I do with the same intensity. I mean, you plan all of your trips with intensity, but you've it's done Disney so many times that uh, it just gets a little more intense. You know, intensity really plus yourself. experience. Right. Exactly. So where do you want to start? You have Well, I mean, I have an outline just for someone considering a trip to Disney. I mean, my hope is that you're going to leave this conversation wanting to go on a trip to Disneyland. Okay. You know, so we're talking about why it's great, but also I'm going to give you everything you need to go on a trip to Disneyland, the knowledge that you need so that you don't have okay. to do the research. So first of all, you need to consider the time of year because there are pros and cons to when you go to Disney. The summer has really nice weather, maybe a little too hot sometimes, but nice weather. It's California. You have all of the rides open, a lot of attractions, longer hours, but it's during packed. the yes, during the winter months, you have less crowds and kind of a magical park experience because you're you're often um, very alone. So I actually prefer February. That's my number one favorite month, even though it has shorter hours and some of the rides are under construction. Um, I just really like being there with less people. Just, sorry, to back up just a second, how many times have you gone? I counted recently. It's not as many as you would think. I think I've only been like 10 to 13 times in my whole life. That is more than I thought. Well, (laughs) for someone who didn't grow up in California or even grow up in the West Coast, that's mostly in my adult life. Right. So... That's you, you planning the yeah, trip. Right. We yeah. never went as kids. That's why I've never yeah. been because our family never we went. We grew up in Ohio. We never went. And so as an adult, yeah, most of those trips are then. Uh, Disney also has really magical holidays. They're very good at celebrating everything. Okay. You know, Chinese New Year, Christmas, of course. Halloween, Halloween, I imagine. New Year's. So while some of those things may be more crowded, it can be fun to experience. So in California, you know, Anaheim, they don't get a lot of snow. But it snows in Disneyland in December during the holidays. It snows. So it's very magical. They really go out on every aspect. Yeah. It's the detail. And that's why the planning requires a lot of details. 
I'm just honoring what they've already put into it, the time right. that they've it's, put it's into so it. So you can take advantage of everything they've already planned for you. Exactly. Okay, deal. So we're going in February. We're going in February. So some things I, will be I'll closed. I'll go during another time, but we're going to go during February. Some rides might be under construction. We might get some rain, but it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be less crowded, and we're going to have a great time. So okay. then we have to think about where we're going to stay. Lots of pros and cons. And one thing that I think is very confusing for people is that hotels will advertise how close they are to Disney and they mean usually how close they are to the entrance to kind of like the Disneyland resort. They'll say, oh, we're half a mile. That doesn't sound bad. That sounds walkable. But from the entrance of the resort to the entrance of Disneyland is another like 0.4 miles. Okay. So now you're looking at a full mile. To walk to the park. Just to walk to the park every day. Yeah. So I actually kind of do only stay in two places. I either stay on resort in one of the Disneyland hotels uh-huh. or I stay like two miles away because <laughs> I don't think there's oh. any advantage to being in that 0.5 one mile range. I feel like I can get a better deal, maybe a better hotel at the two mile range. And then even at 0.5 or one mile away from the park, I'm still, that's a lot of walking to get there. And you walk right. all day. Right. So you, you want to minimize how yeah. much you're on your feet. Yeah. I Which yeah. I imagine also is kind of nice of February is you get to go to the places you want to go, but then it closes at early and so shorter you hours. on your feet all yep. day. We're, yeah. We've got shorter hours in the, in the off season, which is okay because we have shorter lines. Um, and so, of course, you can drive to the park. But parking doesn't open until an hour before the park opens. And there's usually a line. Okay. So that's kind of annoying and slow. And then from the parking lot, you have to shuttle in. Um, there's a great transportation system. It's the art system, the Anaheim Resort Transportation or something like that. Mm-hmm. That does uh, has a great bus route to get people in. And we usually use that if we're staying a couple miles away. And then you can stay on resort. And then you're, you're within that half mile. Just that's, that's really kind of the most immersive fun experience, but of course, most expensive. Um, if we're going in February, we're going to stay on, on resort. We're going to stay in one of the resort hotels. Why is that? Cause it's, it's the off season. So I feel like the prices are a little bit better and it's just so much more fun to be at one of the Disneyland hotels. They have three great hotels and you feel like you're really experiencing all the magic all the time right because you never have to go off the whole trip is disney Mm -hmm. when you do those trips in february's do you go off resort no you just literally do everything we do everything there okay is that normal (laughs) i I think so (laughs) okay we we stay there (laughs) we stay there the whole time they have downtown disney too with lots of restaurants and stores and wow yeah it's it's great experience Okay, so if we're going in February, we're staying in one of the Disneyland hotels. We don't have to pick which one. There's three fabulous hotels. Um, But now you're to the point where you need to actually book your vacation. Right. And I usually just do a Disney vacation package on their website. Some people will book things individually. uh, And I have done that. And you can sometimes get better deals. But if we're staying in a Disneyland hotel, we're going to do a Disney vacation package. And then you're picking how many days you want to be in the park. And what you're going to do, like some of the extra things that you can purchase. So let's talk about that a little bit. One day versus multi-day ticket. I don't even know. Like, Do you want to go for one day or do you want to go for multiple days? Well, multiple days, right? Yeah, of course. Right. Because if you're going to be on the resort for multiple days, 
Yeah. And you're going to want to get do the tickets. Is that tickets for the rides? Like entrance tickets into to get the into the park. Oh, yeah. Every, multiple days. Multiple days. Who goes for one day? Um. Well, you know, if you don't have as much money, it's expensive. Yeah, that's true. But or if it's a part the price of your goes, California trip. You know, it's more expensive, but the price per day goes down the longer you stay. Oh, right, let's go for two weeks. <laughs> just... I don't, I've never even. Yeah, they do have tickets with that long. Never tried that. What's your longest? Uh, I think the longest we've done is four days. All right, that seems pretty. Yeah, that sounds long. Yeah, it's it's not too bad. It's good. We'll okay. talk about what our days look like. Then you have to decide if you want a park hopper. Do you want to go to one park for the whole day, or do you want to go to both parks in one day? Both. <laughs> no. Wait. What? Wrong answer. I don't. I, but I like both, as in there are multiple. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just... I thought we were working with a basic level of Disneyland. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have no there's idea. There's Disneyland and then there's California Adventure. Right, those are the two. Those are the two. They're right across from each other and they, okay. they're separate entrance fees, separate entrances. Is there a core difference? Like one has rides and one has something they else? They both have rides, but they do have very different lands. So each okay. one, so you're, you know, if you want to go to the new Star Wars land, you got to go to Disneyland. You can't go to California Adventure. But if you want to go to the Marvel campus, California Adventure. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. But I don't do Park Hopper. So Park Hopper lets you get into both parks okay. in one day. I Even if I'm only going for one day, I don't like Park Hopper because I just don't think I can actually get that much done. Right. It, I don't like wasting my time running back and forth. I would rather just maximize what I have. So you would do, let's say we're doing a four-day trip mm -hmm. and we do the first two days are going to be the actual Disneyland. Is that what it is? Disneyland. The Disneyland. other one is California, California Adventures. Adventure. Mm -hmm. So we'll do two and two. Yeah. Something I would like just that. make that. It doesn't matter how you split it. I just think it's important to spend the whole day in one park. Okay. And I, just know, to peop I know people who have different feelings about that, but guess what? It's also more expensive to park hop and I don't think it's worth it. To, right. to do that. To spend the time to travel between parks. I feel like you're just wasting time. Wasting time. Um, and I don't know that like the, the extra cost is worth really, it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're not going to park hop. So no. the next decision you have to make is if you want to use Genie Plus. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the, the new feature of the park that I, I love. I think it's controversial, but I love it. And it's basically adding on a fast pass. Lightning lanes are what they, the term that they use, where you can get into a separate lane for the, for the park, not for the park, but for the rides. Uh -huh. And that goes a little bit faster than the regular standby ticket line. So the Genie Plus is just fast pass. Basically, it's a okay. purchase fast pass. You do it from your phone. Okay, I imagine. I would want that. Yeah, because, you know, I just went, you know that, and right. it was a game changer. Yeah. I will. I just, my whole thing is I don't want to spend my vacation spending, staying in line. Right. Like that's. Right. If I'm You're still going to wait in line. You're just not going to wait as long of a right. line. And even though we're going in February, which is less crowded. So there's an argument to be made that maybe in February you wouldn't need it as much. Right. I agree with you. I don't want to, I don't want to waste time. It's an extra cost. Right. But I think it's going to be worth it. Okay, our trip's getting expensive. Yeah, it is. So okay. we're doing Genie Plus. Uh, just so you know, the Genie Plus also includes all of those fun photo opportunities. You know, those oh. great photos you get while you're on the ride or you see a photographer walking around with a camera. Right. That comes with it. 
Oh, that's cool. Memories. That's a nice little ad in there. It is. You've seen the cool cute one. the cute pictures we have of Cora and Will. Well, my favorite actually the reason why I like those photos is because Max and Liz are siblings for people listening. Have a photo from them at like King's Island when they were in high school that Liz still has in her apartment. And it's like I can picture them screaming. Oh, (laughs) you know, it's like Max is doing the guns over at Liz. It's a a silly look. It's it's not a silly look. It's not a scary one. Yeah, it's it's a silly look, but it's just a it's a memory. Yeah, it's a cute little picture that she's had for like 15 years. So it's included. Oh, I love it. With a genie plus. Sold. Okay. Give me genie plus. So um, then that's actually when you actually book your hotel too. So you book all your tickets, you book your hotel. We're staying on resort. We've got that. And that's when the real planning begins. Oh boy. We haven't started planning. Because that's that's all the macro (laughs) stuff. We know where we're going to be in the parks, where we're staying, how we're going to get there. Now you're talking about the planning of the day. What are you going to do in the day? What are you going to do during the day? Oh boy. I now... It doesn't mean that I have my entire day planned out. I do like to go with the flow. Right. Um, but I'm going to have some ideas of what I want to accomplish for the day to help me strategize. And I will think about that, talk about it with the other people I'm going with, because I do think it makes sense to go in with somewhat of a game plan. Right. That can be adjusted. That can be flexible. But right. a game plan. The other thing you have to keep in mind is that they have some really cool add-on experiences that you can do, but you need to reserve those 60 days in advance. And that's like some of the dining experiences that okay. I really enjoy doing. So 60 days out from our trip, we want to start thinking and we want to actually reserve whatever fine dining or character dining experiences we want to have. Character dining? Character dining. What's a character dining you get experience? You eat with many and other characters. Like they just mill around the restaurant while you're eating? or they're... They, they mill around. Okay. They mill around. There's, oh. there's you know, like tea with the princesses. Okay. There's Goofy's Kitchen, which you get to see like Goofy and Chippendale and Minnie and Pluto just, you know, wandering around. Okay. They have um, Minnie's Breakfast, which is my personal favorite. Love Minnie's Breakfast. Just because of the food or the experience? What's the deal uh, with For Minnie's several breakfast? reasons. One, Minnie's Breakfast, you see a lot of the weird characters that you wouldn't see anywhere else. <laughs> characters that you don't even know the name of, that you have right. to like look up and go, who is this? Right. Um, so that's kind of cool. See some different people. The breakfast crowd, you know. <laughs> the breakfast crowd, right? And then I also like it because it's in Disneyland. And these other ones that I've mentioned are not actually in either of the parks. You have to okay. leave the park and or you experience them outside of the park. This one is in Disneyland. So it's okay. a part of your Disney day. And the third reason I love it is because it's a breakfast, but we book the latest time. So the latest time is usually 1040. They operate from like 8 to 11. Well, that's during the summer. I don't know during off season, but usually until about 11. And if you book the latest breakfast and get there right when the park opens, you're at the perfect time for a break. You've already been on some rides. You've been up for a while. And it's kind of an early lunch for us, even though it's actually a breakfast. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I like yeah. that. And it's in the park, so then you don't have to leave. So you, you still get your lunch and you don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And okay. the breakfast is fine. It's a buffet, but breakfast food is really good. Right. You can have breakfast food any time of day. Yeah. So and you're still going to be happy for breakfast it. food. Right. That makes Bill and Will, my husband and my son, very happy. Right. We're talking like biscuits and gravy, bacon, sausage, waffles, omelets made to order. I mean... 
It's like a real, I mean, it's full out breakfast. Yes, tons of food. Okay, cool. I'm so sold we're on definitely that. booking that. Do you book that every day of your four day vacation? No, we like to have a variety. Okay. Gotta so have you a could. Variety. You could. You could. Um, there's some other dining experiences. So they have some dining packages that come with the shows. So if you really want to see Fantasmic, which is in Disneyland, or World of Color in California Adventure, and these can sometimes change out, but that's what's happening right now. Um, you can stand in line and see them that way. Or you can book a dining package where you have a meal and then they give you a voucher for a special seated, like a seating section for those. Okay, cool. So we booked one of those too at our most recent trip. And are those like Disney has one and California Adventure mm-hmm. has one and they show it every night? Yes. And it's the same thing. Right now it's Phantasma or whatever. And Phantasmic. It's Phantasmic. That's in Disneyland. But they don't have like six shows going that you can pick from every night. No. Okay. No, but they usually show the show twice. Same show, okay. but twice a night. Um, so like World of Color, you could do like a dessert package. or you So you actually get to eat dessert and watch the show. Or you could do a dining package. And the dining package, you're not necessarily um, eating while you watch it. They do have those, but they also have dining packages where you eat earlier in the day, maybe your lunch, and then claim your voucher to use later in the day. Okay. So we did a Fantasmic package this last time. And so we had our, our 11 o'clock lunch because we like lunch early since we've already been up for a long time. Mm-hmm. We had our nice meal. They gave us our vouchers so that we could come back later to have the best seating for the show. Okay. So what if I don't want to do one of those dining experiences? Can I just bring my own food or get food wherever at one of the restaurants? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's plenty of food in the park. Believe me. <laughs> well, yeah. But like if I wanted, if I was on a budget and I yeah. wanted to spend all my money on the Genie Plus, I could just go to the grocery store in Anaheim and just... Bring my own food. Yeah, you can definitely okay. bring your own food. Uh, park food's going to be expensive, no right. matter what you're getting. Yeah, These meals and character experiences are. Let's just say you're not paying for the food. Right, you're paying for the experience. <laughs> you're, you're paying for a bunch they, of mascots. They are overpriced if you're going off of food quality. <laughs> right. Okay. Deal. Okay. So if you don't make that sixty day reservation, you know when it fills up because it does fill up right away. Right. Don't worry. Just keep checking back. I have always gotten my Disney reservations that I wanted. Even this most recent trip, which you know was literally planned like four or five days before we went. And I got all of the things I wanted. You just have to check back like every hour. Right. And people will cancel their reservations and you can claim one up. Okay, cool. Do you plan all the dining and where you're going to eat food before you plan the rest of the day and the rides? Mm, Roughly because... Only because I'm an experienced Disney visitor and I know when we like to eat. Like, okay. I know we're going to want a 10, 30, 11 o'clock meal. That's how we roll. So you're just going to book that immediately book after that. that. Yeah. And then we'll plan rides around that. Exactly. Okay. Um, I don't usually plan our dinners the same way. We'll find somewhere in the park. Uh, unless we're doing a fine dining experience. They have some restaurants. They're not character meals. They're not connected to any vouchers. It's just a nice restaurant. And we've done those as well. Just fancy restaurants. Just fancy no restaurants theme. in the park. No, they have themes like Pirates of the Caribbean. They have a, a restaurant there that we've been eating at the Blue Bayou, I think is what it's called. And um, you're like watching people get on the ride and start going on the ride. And you're oh. in this really cool <laughs> atmosphere. And actually, I don't know if they still serve jambalaya, but the time I went, which was many years ago, and they had jambalaya, it was the best jambalaya I have ever had. It was so good. Okay, cool. But yeah, 
fine so dining. those are the fine dining experiences got it yeah so then we're thinking about the rides that we're going to do and it depends on who you're going with are you going after the big rides are you going after little kid rides is it summer and we need to do shaded rides in the afternoon is it february we're going in february so i don't have to worry about shade okay. different things like that and then i just kind of make a general plan this isn't even something that i necessarily write down it's just in my head of what i'm going to be doing that day how many like is are there enough again conceptually i have no idea how big this place is are there enough rides that you can just do big rides the entire time for four days uh probably not okay. by your definition of big ride and big ride is keep in mind that disneyland is made for children right of course so Almost every single ride can be ridden by everyone. You One mean there the aren't a lot I of love... male 27-year-old <laughs> singles just going by themselves? Well, you know, there are Disney people, <laughs> Disney adults who like right. to go. But I'm just saying it's not like the woos that you're going to get from like right, a Six right. Flags. Okay, sure. But there are also... The way in my mind I separate it is there's kind of four different attractions. You can do the kids rides you can do bigger you know mm-hmm. actual rides you can do uh experiences such mm-hmm. as like the only one i really know off the top of my head is like the star wars one go make a lightsaber mm-hmm. it's not a ride but it's an experience or you can stand in line to meet a character yeah that's the fourth category yeah but I have then there's mind. also there's parades and shows <laughs> oh okay cool yeah and you know we didn't talk about some of those extra experiences you were you can reserve those 60 days out too um, like you mentioned, the lightsaber, they have the little robot. They also have the um, boutique that my daughter's done many times where they they do your hair and nails and dress you up like a princess. Oh, dope. Yeah. It's very cool. 12 and under. Un- oh, come on. Why yeah. tease me like that? I know. I, I, it hurts me too. It really does. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. And that one is actually still suspended from COVID. They have not brought it back, but it's, okay. a, it's a great experience. We've done it many times. Um, so there's those experiences. And then I, when it gets close enough that I'm really looking at the schedule for the park, I'm looking at when it opens, when it closes and what kind of the general outline is of the day for the other shows. Cause they always have some other smaller things going on. Right. So you just don't plan around those shows. It's more like, Hey, let's look at the shows for the day and decide which ones we want to go to. Kind of. And I like to have a loose idea of when it is. When we went most recently, there's a Lion King retelling. It's like a 20 minute little show. And I wanted to know, okay, is it offered every hour? Is it offered, you know, how long is it? It's about 20 minutes. So I can kind of, and where is it in the park? So that I can have an idea of when we're going to go. I knew that because it was in a shaded area that we'd want to go in the afternoon because then we can avoid some of the heat of the day. That's smart as well. Mm-hmm. And in February, you don't have to worry about that as much. But as yeah, much. no, that's um, clever. I never would th- think about dividing the park by where the shade is. Oh man, I have a whole list of things for shade because when we went most recently, we were there for the afternoon, and I have some thoughts about that. But we, you know, we want to stay cool. So you just go from shaded ride to shaded ride, from shaded activity to shaded activity. (laughs) Right, just to stay out of the heat. (laughs) To stay out of the heat, and that's how you survive the afternoon at Disney. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go. We're going, and I have some tips for day of, of course. Okay, what are your day of tips? Um, First of all, you got to keep in mind your your clothes. 
I am kind of a tennis shoes person. I know I've worn other shoes. They're fine. But I found that I have more fun if I'm very comfortable the whole time. So right. most of the time I wear some type of sneaker. I'm only going to bring one pair of shoes. And you it's gonna only be tennis have shoes. like one pair of shoes. So that's <laughs> perfect. I also like to keep in mind if I'm planning on doing any of the wet rides. There are two wet rides. One in oh. Disneyland, one in California Adventure. And if I'm doing those um, and I don't want to get my sneakers wet or I'm worried about them drying out. Then sometimes I will bring a pair of flip-flops. Just to Just wear to on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that person. I think that's sensible. <laughs> I carry <laughs> and, around flip-flops uh, all day for one ride. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, flip-flops are small. Can you bring in a bag? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. do you do with the bag during the rides and stuff? Carry do they always it. just have a... Carry oh, it. You just carry There's it. There's plenty of room. Yeah. Okay. Not a problem. Okay. Um, but you don't have to do that. You can go really light. We, we are light. I mean, we're a family of four. Some people would you would see each one of them with a backpack we have right. one small small bag for all four of us and we're fine right um if you're going to february then yeah it's going to be a little bit chilly you're definitely going to want layers okay for morning and evening and then if it's summer i also bring a spray bottle to stay cool we got a spray oh, a fan yeah. that's the way to beat the heat um then you're going to want to arrive early this is if there's only one thing that you take from this entire conversation, if there's only one thing that any listener takes, the key to Disney is to arrive early. How When, when does it Be open and how first early? person. Well, it changes, right? During From season to season. Okay. Right now it's sure. opening at 8 o'clock during the summer. And you want to be first in line for security. Security usually opens 45 to minutes to one hour before the parks. So like seven o'clock, you're in line at security, maybe earlier, honestly. Right. Because it's not just when it opens, but being in first for mm-hmm. when it does open. You get through security and then you're in line at the gate. Okay. Um, and you want to be as close to the front as you can be at the gate. And the gate opens. So it's like these levels of getting in. The gate opens 30, 15 to 30 minutes before the park opens. Okay. So they let you into further, deeper into the park right. where they have ropes. And that's called the rope drop when it opens. You right. want to be at the rope drop and you want to be at the rope for rope drop why like if you have your fast pass if you have everything planned out not every ride is on the fast pass oh and there are some key things that you need to get to or else you're going to end up waiting in line in disneyland uh for me that's usually peter pan my number one favorite ride is peter pan i will be at rope drop so that I can be first on Peter Pan or as close to first on Peter Pan, which always has a wait, always, all day long, and okay. has no fast pass, no lightning lane. Okay. So do they have a list of all those online of which ones don't have a fast pass, but then also which they ones are They have a busy? list of the ones with the lightning lane. <sighs> but people, you know, I don't know. You go enough, you know what they are. <laughs> yeah. You know what they aren't. <laughs> um, there are three rides that are extremely popular that also do not have a lightning lane that's a part of genie plus they call it a la carte you pay per person to go day of in the lightning lane how much is it per person 18 to 20 dollars when i was there so for instance radiator springs very popular ride my favorite ride in california adventure not a part of disney or the genie plus right so you either stand in the line which is honestly like usually two hours Right. Or if you want the Lightning Lane, it's $18 a person that you just pay day of. Right. 
Although for Radiator Springs, there's also a single rider line that moves pretty fast. So you could do that. Okay. For that one, uh, or for these big rides that you're trying to rush to right at the mm-hmm. rope drop, do you usually pick one for the day and that's the one you do? Yes. And then you're not going to wait in line for any of the others. And then tomorrow you get another one. Yeah. So like. Yep. So <laughs> one day it was Peter Pan. And the next day it was Jungle Cruise, which is kind of a funny one to do first. But for us, it was Jungle Cruise based on what we had done and what we wanted to do. Gotcha. Um, For some people, it's it's Star Wars Land and Rise of the Resistance because they don't want to pay the $20 per person. Right. That makes sense. And so they want to be there first. Right. Okay. But regardless of whether or not you're at Rope Drop, Rope Drop is critical. You want to be there. You want to be first. Then the first, I would say, two to three hours of park opening, doesn't matter if it is the summer busiest time of the year or the dead time of the year, it's relatively short lines. People just like to sleep in. They're slow to get to the park. Right. So we get most of our rides done in the first two hours. And then you go to your 11 o'clock breakfast. Our meal. And then we go on a few more rides. And at that point, we're using our lightning lane. So we're doing the rides that way. And then middle of the day, we go home. We take a break. Well, the middle of the day isn't like five o'clock? No, middle of the day, like one or two. Oh, okay. So you do like an hour breakfast, lunch at 11 to noon. And then you do a couple a f- more rides. A couple more rides for an hour maybe, or two. Maybe go do some shopping if we want to buy anything. And then you take a break. And then we take a break. And the only time we don't take a break is when it's like the day that we've checked out of our hotel. If we're still right. going to Disney that, that day, like the day during the summer when we had to beat the heat all afternoon. Otherwise, I want to go home. If it's during the summer, it's to beat the heat. Play in the pool. Take a nap. If it's during February, it's just to take a break. Get off your feet. Avoid the busiest part of the day. What time does do the park else. close in February? Like in those stories. I don't seasons. know what time the park typically closes in February. I can't remember. It's early. I mean, during the summer, it's midnight. During February, I want to say it was like 10 or something, maybe. Oh, okay, so it's not like 8. No. No, it's still going to be like 9, 30, 10. Well, and then we, we hang out, and then we either eat dinner there at the hotel, or like somewhere around there, or we go back and eat dinner in the park, and we stay for another few hours, go to a show or a parade, right. go on some more rides, and that's our day. Oh, I never would have guessed that. Yeah. I actually wouldn't have guessed that you would take a break. There are other people who are like, go all day, every day. Right. Uh, we just, we love it, but we get tired. Well, it's it's balancing the, we want to maximize this and we want to have a vacation. Exactly. Right? Like, yep. you want to maximize the experience, but still be able to rest and take a yeah. break from work and not have to stand on your feet all day and do all exactly. that stuff. Yeah. That's a good way to break it up. So I mean, we're big, we're big fans of the middle of the day break. Um, and, and sometimes doing a dinner off resort is nice because, uh, just a little bit less crowds. Um, it's, it's just kind of nice to get away for a little bit. Right. Well, we're kind of at the end of our time, but I yeah. know everybody's going to be wondering what is an estimated cost? What have I oh, accrued? My goodness. My four days, February is going to be a lot different than just for four you days. individually? No, yeah, I guess I mean for your budget, right? Like you plan for four people, two kids and two adults. What's like a typical per person that you generally think oh, of? Oh, I can't even think per person. You're it's just, just, it's just yeah, yeah, it's just not in the math that I typically do. Um, I don't know what tickets are at nowadays. I want to say it's $100 a person. It's probably a little bit higher than that. Um $100 per person per day. Okay. Um, it might go down a little bit when you're purchasing the multi-day. Um, 
you know, those character meals and stuff are usually like 60 to $70 a person. Fine okay. dining is usually around 60 to 70 a person. Your um, Genie Plus is, I want to say it was $10 a person a day. Or oh, that's way less than 20. I thought. Might, you know what? I think it Still, might be 20 I thought it would be like $50 per no. person a day. Mm-mm. So it's really looking at probably between eight and twelve hundred for one person also not just for the experience and then on top yeah. of that it's probably like maybe a plane ticket or something like that so yeah. i mean i could see it really adding up to fifteen hundred dollars pretty easy for four well, days and we've had trips where we're like you know what we only have this much money and it's a budget trip you can do that and then we've had trips where we've gone all out so right. you 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 can price it how you need to price it um and fi- it's still going to be expensive because it's disneyland but you can you can do it in right. an affordable of course, way, yeah, I yeah. think. And are there ever times, and I imagine this happens more when you're doing more of a budget trip, do you do things just in Anaheim? Like just go to the beach? You know what? Very rarely <laughs> have I done that. Um, I, a few times, yes. Uh, one time when I went with our sisters, actually, we explored some other cool places in Anaheim just that they have, you know, fun things to do, touristy things. We do often go to the beach Um, but we consider that almost separate because we check out of Disney and then we're at the beach for several days, but, uh, Newport beach is very, very close and a beautiful place. So we do like to try to, to do that. Huh? That that's smart. You wouldn't do a beach day in the middle. Yeah. You wouldn't do the beach day. You know, we've always talked about it and we never do because we just love Disney so much that once we're there, we're like, why would we, why would we leave? (laughs) We'll just stay. Until they force you to and your reservation's done. Huh. Oh, wait, I'm sold. I'll bet I could have a fun time there. I think you could. (laughs) There's some good food. We didn't, we didn't even have time to go over all the food things. That's okay. But there's some great food food too. No, I think you would like some of the food. Well, I think you would like the rides. I think I would like a lot of food anywhere. That's true. I'll bet you could talk about Alaska and I'd be like, the food there is great. Like, yeah. food's always amazing everywhere. That's just how it is. But yeah, I think I would enjoy the rides. Especially, honestly, the, the biggest draw is that if I want to bail on it, I can just go to the beach. That's true. You can go to <laughs> That's the how beach. I think of it at that, least. That's not going to happen. But for that price, I would not bail on it and go to that's the beach. That's true. That's true. Well, thank you, Becca. Thank you You're for welcome. doing my podcast. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed